You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Pride of Detroit POD cast, prideofdetroit.com, Pride of Detroit on Twitter, Pride of Detroit on Facebook, live as always on twitch.tv slash Pride of Detroit whenever necessary. And tonight is necessary because we are talking about the schedule release. I am Chris Perfett, the adequate host at Chris Perfett on Twitter, the Sussy Baca host. If we're going by the, uh, we'll get to the video in a second. We'll get to the video in a second, including the shout out from the uh, Detroit Lions that they threw in there for us because we are the number one Lions podcast. And don't you ever forget it. Joining me as always, Jeremy Reisman, the fearless leader, the man who runs Pride to Detroit at Detroit Online who just got done writing a lot of stuff. Hello, Jeremy. R.I.P. Don Crimble, everybody. R.I.P. So let's put that in there. We we I didn't I had completely forgotten because I have a bad memory that we had coined Don Crimble. That's right. Yeah. And we're we're all referencing the the line schedule release video, which was essentially Twitch related, Twitch themed men themed discord and all AI generated. Yes. yes. It was a and... AI AI generated game of of Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes playing Madden. Yes. And you it scratched your itch of being a gaming nerd and it scratched my itch of being acknowledged and given attention because it did like you said reference what we called Don Crimble which was the Dan Campbell Madden lookalike that we mm-hmm. we always made fun of in our in our Saturday morning uh uh Madden's Madden's so. right. And uh, it did it did reference um, first off discord notifications, which blew me up constantly being like, (laughs) shit, someone's here to talk to me. And then uh, Sussy Baca, D's nuts, all the things that kind of get my pleasure zones going. Yeah. A 28 to 3 score against the Falcons. That's right. But yeah, shout out. Shout out to the Lions media crew, both for the shout out. Very much appreciate that. And uh, and honestly, fantastic job. Um, Probably one of the best ones right now. Maybe maybe one of the best ones in the NFL. I think this is my favorite Lions schedule release video of all time. So uh, absolutely. I I know some people are going to probably hype up the, the Chargers doing another anime one and theming it to Chainsaw Man, including one hell of a shot at the Lions. I know some people have really liked what the Bears did with being themed to the bear. And uh, I really like what the Eagles did. It's all dogs. It's it's like the, the pets of, of the people in the team. Funny and cute. It's cute. Funny and cute. The Lions is probably my favorite because it's let, demented. Let, let, let's get into the, the meat and potatoes, though. The, the, the <clears> schedule. The schedule itself. Yeah, let's yeah. get right into it. Okay, so first off, we have known for a little bit that the Detroit Lions are opening the season on the Thursday season opener against yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. That's a big deal. I know the uh, one of the heads of scheduling was on Dan Patrick talking about. I mean, it's it's usually tradition to have a defending Super Bowl champion up there for the for the season opener. But to choose the Lions, and he says it's the, tra- 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 the trajectory of it, the last regular season game 
of the season game 100 whatever 200 whatever it was 272 i think i believe so was the lions stomping down the packers and even notice notes and says it left the packers out of the playoffs which hit my pleasure zones absolutely <laughs> so that's where we start two two home games after that the seattle seahawks part of that home and home uh series that they've got so you know revenge chance against that two home birds because after them is the atlanta falcons then this is where it gets interesting because there are three Thursday games the Lions will play. That's one of the changes this year in the schedule. Uh, I, I believe the, the wording is about you can only go Sunday to Thursday to uh, Sunday into Thursday once previous years. And now they are allowing it twice in the season, correct? Right. That's right. Yeah. So Thursday night football on Amazon Prime against the Green Bay Packers. They'll come back up in a second. Home again. For the Panthers. All right, come on. We got to go through it. I know. Man, I'm please. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. At Bucks, at Ravens, Monday Night Football, Halloween Eve, Raiders. Week nine by at Chargers, another LA game. Come out and see me. Uh, Bears, Thanksgiving against the Packers, at Saints, at Bears, Denver Broncos, TBD. And then the, the back end is two Minnesota Vikings games at Minnesota. At Cowboys, Vikings to close the season. So there you go. Those are all 17 games you got. Three Thursday games, Thanksgiving, the season opener, and Thursday night football. Primetime games also including the Raiders game. And I also believe that Dallas Cowboys game is a Saturday evening game. That's right. Jeremy, we got it pretty well chalk loaded here. Where do you want to start? I mean, we have to start with the respect that the Lions are getting, right? Like, that's the Mm -hmm. number one takeaway from all of this is that the Lions, I mean, it's going to be a hard year to play the Detroit versus everybody card because the the Lions got four primetime games, five nationally televised games uh, and and the season opener. And and I I, like my jaw dropped when that rumor first hit. I I chose not to believe it. But then as it got closer and closer to to the schedule and, and they, you know, they drop it on Thursday morning. I, I my jaw literally dropped to the floor, man. I you look at some of the other options they had for that game. The Chiefs are playing home games against the Bengals. They're playing home games against the Eagles. They could have done a Super Bowl. They're getting um, one against the Jets, I think, as well. Bills, Bills too. Like it's they had a stacked home schedule that they could have chosen from, and they picked the lines. And I know a lot of people are going to be the cynical type and say, well, you know. Bengals versus Chiefs, you can put that anywhere on the schedule and it's going to get ratings. So they're no, just ad chats, my bad. The, so, yeah, you can throw those games anywhere. You you have to put Lions and, and Chiefs in week one for that to get ratings. No, I, I don't buy that. I'm like, they are putting a ton of faith in the Lions to be competitive in that game because the last mm-hmm. thing I think this league wants is a blowout in week one because that's what happened last year. The, the Rams some- got blown out of the water by the blown, blown the hell out which i to be honest sometimes happen it happens a lot on that thursday game sure. to start to start the year let's let's be honest about that that happens a lot good news is sometimes that means it'll go the lions what it might go the lions way because the sure. defending champions sometimes it's a lot to take in that night there's a lot of emotions riding high and not yeah. every team is ready to just be right back where they were previous season form week one so Toss that game up in the air. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not I saying probably, it's a win, though. <laughs> I probably had other games I would have liked being the Lions opener. I Listen, I think we all have a little bit of that voice in the back of our head saying, like, the Lions, they better not start slow again, right? They started 0-10-1 and then 1-6 last year. Yeah. And now 
you start the season with two 2022 playoff teams in the Chiefs and the Seahawks. And I'm like, I wish that I wish you could just like scatter. I think they only play six or seven playoff teams from last year. And that includes the Vikings twice. And two of them are right there front loaded in the schedule. I'm just like, well, let me, can I just get a, like a lob to start the season and we can like just celebrate that the Lions are like four and oh, instead you got to throw, throw this hard ball at them right away. I I gotta, I gotta ask you then because I made a point on Twitter that I understand there was reasons to it. And I understand it's the work in progress. Yes. You have all those, but the statistic is two and 14 is the record of Detroit Lions in the first half of a season under Dan Campbell two and 14 is the record. So do you consider this schedule front loaded or back loaded? Because I kind of feel like the front of the schedule feels like a bit of a sandwich. Like, okay, yeah, you're going to have at home, Carolina and Atlanta. Carolina always gives the Lions trouble though, but you got like the bucks in there. You've got a Packers team trying to figure out what it is, but then sandwiched around that is chiefs, Seahawks, Ravens, and who knows what the Raiders are. I I think it's front loaded. It's front-loaded? I think so, too. I think you start, like I said, those first two games, Packers on the road in Lambeau is not going to be easy on a Thursday night. I don't care who's playing quarterback there. And then you talk about a Panthers team that's up on the rise. You talk about a Ravens team that's pretty darn good in Week 7. And then a Raiders team that's so-so, but, like, they can compete. And you're talking about, like, five medium-to-hard games in the first eight weeks of the season. And then, and then, I think it eases up significantly. Then you got the Bears twice you got the vikings twice and you're skipping you the, the chargers right out of the bye but yeah that's that's favorably getting the chargers out of the bye but it's still the chargers yeah and then yeah broncos saints teams that i don't take that seriously right now um i think i think it eases up considerably in, in the second half which is nice because that you know you make your big playoff run but now the lines are forced like you can't mess this up and i don't i don't think this team has a problem starting like i know you the record you just say is what it is but those mm-hmm. were bad teams still trying to figure it out. The Lions right. figured it out towards the la- end of last season. The, the, the page has been turned. The, the schedule makers just didn't do them any favors. So hopefully, hopefully the Lions come out and prove that they can go toe-to-toe and actually win because going toe-to-toe is not good enough anymore, right? We right. went toe-to-toe with the Bills last year. That was last year. We're taking a step this year. So going toe-to-toe with the Chiefs and the Seahawks means nothing if you don't beat at least one of those teams. Right. We're going to get into more scenarios in a later podcast. Um, I, I, I'm i always curious because, like, not every team is exactly what we expect them to be before the season. And I kind sure. of see teams of like the Broncos and the Raiders as having upward trajectories. I'm imagining after year, year two, Josh McDaniels, you'll figure it out if you're a team or not. Like, you'll, you'll figure it out. Yeah, like you went to Jimmy Garoppolo. You still have Devontae Adams on that offense that's still a really tough offense and you imagine if mcdaniels gets a second year and implements what he wants to on offense that could be a bit of a a fight especially on a monday night football game at home with emotions high right before the bye who knows what sean payton brings to the denver broncos i still have to see what the I, i know you don't believe at all in the vikings i don't know what the hell the vikings are going into this year i still don't still i don't even know what the hell the cowboys are Going into well, this I mean, year, that, that that makes those back four, those final four games of the season, really big question marks for me. Listen, I think the Bears are going to be a much better team towards the end of the season. Like at Bears week 14, I think that game's by the be way, that is difficult. the that's the only cold weather game. I think the Lions have to sure. play. This yeah. is actually a very yes. friendly game to playing in favorable environments where like sure. your road games, the end of the year are are in, in December are New Orleans, Chicago, Minnesota and Dallas. 
of those, all of all except the Bears are indoor. And in general, I think it's a it's a fairly balanced schedule. Like, you know, I, I do think it's front loaded in terms of difficulty, but I don't think it's like I don't think there's a gauntlet anywhere in the schedule where it's just like these four games are a nightmare. You don't have any point in the schedule where you're playing two more than two on the road consecutively. It's a balanced um, schedule. I like it. The 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 only I, I would say maybe the, the part that you f- might feel a little imbalanced is they, they do play for their last five games on the road. So it's week 13 at Saints, week 14 at Bears, then you're home against the Broncos, then at Vikings at or for at their Cowboys. last six. You mean. For sorry, yeah, last sorry six. I missed that week, week 18 is back at home. So, yeah, yeah. there is a four. There is a, a stretch where you're playing four road games out of five. Right. But uh, it ends four four out of six. So but also, I, I mean. To your earlier point, the schedule makers do trust the Lions because look at this five primetime games or yeah. I mean, sorry, four primetime games in a Thanksgiving national game. Right. You're getting a Monday night football, a Thursday night, a Saturday against the Cowboys. And those those Broncos and the, the Broncos and Viking games, TBD, some of those could be flexed, especially yeah. if the division's up for sale at uh, on week 18. Yeah, no, it's 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 a lot of respect it's it nothing seems like they've they've done the lions wrong necessarily i know some people are are not happy about three thursday night games but but as we kind of outlined um i week one thursday is actually an advantage like there's yes. no short week you're coming off of and then you get you get extra, extra rest days before to, seattle yeah right you get three days to prepare three extra days to prepare there and then like i said the other thursday games the, the packers are right there in the same boat on the mm-hmm. on the same you know four day two games in four days thing. So no, this is a new I, reality. The, 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 the league's going to keep pushing Thursday night football harder and harder, and they want more teams participating in Thursday night football. So they don't have these God awful matchups on Amazon. Right. And then, and then the last thing, the, the thing that I know the players care about maybe the most is, is your bye week And there it is mm-hmm. week nine smack dab right in the middle where right you kind of want it to be. I, I got no complaints about no realistic complaints about the schedule. I really don't at all. Other, yeah. other than maybe, just being a little front loaded where I want this team to hit the ground running, which I mean, maybe they will anyway. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm feeling good about this, man. I'm, I'm fired up. And then me and Eric doing those uh, game by game predictions. I <laughs> spoiler 12 and five. Stop me. Mm, I'll try to, I know you don't have any respect for the Vikings at all. No, right I do now, not. So <laughs> listen, I'd probably 27th I'd probably in DVOA last year. I, Unbelievable I probably, luck in one one score games. They are I going would, to be a five and twelve team this next year. I will probably go like ten and seven or eleven and six. Still good enough to win the division, though. Like that. That's it's. Class, I think maybe. I think that last game is really going to depend. In my mind, Castle is depending on wh- who the Broncos are at this point. Of all okay. things. Yeah. I mean, because obviously we don't know about a lot of these teams, right? I think no. you mentioned a lot of teams that could really go in either direction, like the Saints, the Raiders, the Broncos. Really, that I know which NFC way the South. Bucks are going. I know which yeah. way the Bucks are going. I know which way the Falcons are going, and that's nowhere. You don't believe in the Jeff Okuda revenge game? No, no. <laughs> why would I? Why, why, why would I? With, 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 am I supposed to respect Desmond Ritter? This is totally going to get clipped and used against us. I just know. Oh boy. Yeah, whatever. But okay. He's I, I find it fast. Okay. Let's 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 tap this up and go for like we got our we got our win total predictions. I didn't ask for a full breakdown, but I guess the other question in my mind is what is the most game you are most excited for? Is it the fact that we're getting Green Bay on two different Thursdays? 
Is it no. Kansas City to open the season? Is it Halloween against the Raiders? What is it for you? What is because for me, funny enough, I really want to go Chiefs Lions, but the game I'm really excited for is the one game where the Lions have prime time in home to remind people how nasty Ford Field can be. And that is going into a Halloween weekend with Chris Berman going the Raiders <laughs> over and over and over on Monday Night Football. Yeah, no, that's that's a fantastic choice. And really, that was the the one thing I wanted to see out of the schedule was a, a home primetime game because it hasn't happened in like seven years. The Lions haven't had a home primetime game in seven years <laughs> or some somewhere. Around, no, I'm sorry, since 2018. So however long that's been five years um, that that's huge. I, I can't wait to see that environment because, I, you know, we, we saw glimpses of it um, last year when, you know, the Lions were beating up on the Vikings when the Lions took the Bills toe-to-toe, like we saw an electric Ford field. But now that everyone is on board, now that, you know, last year people were got on board late because they started one and six. I, I kind of preferred that primetime game to be early in the season just in case things start off a little slow this year. But the fact that, yeah, I think you you nailed it. Like, that's a really good choice. I, I still That'll probably be a competitive go- game, too. Those are two, like, assuming that Josh McDaniels gets that offense right this year with a second year with the coach. That's a big assumption. New, I, I, new, I'm new just saying, I, I, I'm just saying, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is a downgrade from Derek Carr, and I didn't really think much of Derek Carr to begin with. Right. But it has the potential to be a very high-powered, high-scoring game yeah. as well. Like, and I, I just find that fascinating we'll just see if the Raiders hold hold up their end of the bargain yeah I still I still probably have to go Chiefs game just because like I'm I'm still in awe honestly of just like the Lions the Lions are starting off the 2023 NFL schedule that people are when they're excited that football is back they're going to be talking about the Detroit Lions the Detroit Lions are football being back that's that's them mm-hmm. yep. this year that's them do you Us. put much stock in the return of 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 Jamison Williams against the Baltimore Ravens. Well, that's an interesting game for a couple of reasons. Uh, the Ravens are coming off a London game in week six, and normally you're given a bye. Mm-hmm. But the Ravens are a team. I think they've done this in the past. They say, no, we don't want to buy after that. We want it later. And and the schedule makers like, all right, well. We'll, we'll take that into consideration then. Um, so I don't getting a, a, I mean, the Ravens are, are going to be a great team this year, right? They, they've, they've avoided all the offseason drama and, and, and brought back Lamar. They, they have a good wide receiving core now with this. Uh, re, this, re, this does rely on one very key point and something people point out. Lamar now has to stay healthy. Sure. He has missed sure. a lot of games the last couple of years with, with injuries. And Ryan isn't here to, to say his, uh, his catchphrase. Yes. Best. So best ability. ability. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows what the Lions have in JMO? Maybe he busts out for 150 yards and two touchdowns in this game. Maybe I, the Lions I think ease just... him in like they did last year, and he plays 20 snaps. Like, right? I, I think that I think they probably ease him in just considering there is a a game right before that, and then you have a I mean a game right after that, right, and then right into a bye week, and then a yeah. road game to LA. But other than yeah. that, like I consider this schedule. Can I go ahead and say favorable, Jeremy? It's a triumph, Chris. I'm making a note here. Huge success. Speaking of I get that old, reference. Yeah, I was about to say old, old references going around here. I love, I love that Portal song. Shout out Portal. 
Is that going to be the new thing? Maybe maybe we can get them to do a portal video next year. Are you watching Lions P- PR and uh, social media? Appar- team? Apparently they're watching. Apparently us. with Don Krimble. I guess. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we love the video. This All is right, this is a little, I feel like this is the first time we've gotten a specific shout out or a little wink at since uh, since the Africa days. Oh God, us putting Toto Africa into everything. <laughs> that feels like completely. Uh, Different era because it oh, was we're back, baby. We're back, baby. And this one. is going to be it for this quick hitter. Uh, Come on on our Monday POD cast, which you can catch us live on twitch.tv slash prior Detroit. We playing a bunch of different games, breaking down the schedule like we do every year. We're going to do. Uh, what's the name of that party game? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> um, We might also have some reactions from rookie minicamp as well. Jeremy, I believe, yes, sir. Yeah. Rookie and, minicamp uh, this upcoming week. That's right. We've got plenty more coming your way. So be sure to be subscribed on the Pride of Detroit podcast feed, wherever you get those podcasts. For myself, for Jeremy Reisman, we're going to go back to oogling on the schedule and uh, we'll see you star side. (laughs) 